on this episode of Transmissions Alt Mode. Snazzy Mike, Char, and Dr. Pants sit down to discuss the big Transformers media events of 2023. Did Rise of the Beasts take us to new heights? Will Skybound's Energon Universe comics live up to the hype? The B-Plus team will break it all down. Today is Friday, January 5th, 2023, and this is episode 371 of Transmissions Alt Mode. Welcome to Transmissions Alt Mode, when Santa drops the ball, the B-Plus team is there to save Christmas. I am Snazzy Mike, and I am here with the ever-popular Char, a.k.a. Apollo. Hello, everyone. And the ever-present Dr. Pants. Hello, everyone. Let's talk Transformers. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I love that there has to be two of us to take to take all of Daryl's things. <laughs> yeah, that's so much presence. <laughs> <laughs> requires two people to take his place. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm down for it. <laughs> all right. I hope uh, everyone has had a good Christmas. Uh, I don't think we ever actually talked about a, a, like a, any kind of Christmas stuff for for us. Let's jump into that real quick. A big surprise for a. Uh, for all of you and uh, all of you, <laughs> how was your uh, your Christmas? It was all right. My Christmases tend to be pretty quiet. Um, nothing, nothing too exciting gift wise. A lot of stuff for my PC. I got no Transformers. No Aww. Transformers for Christmas. No, that's it's it's okay. It's okay because uh, no one knows what Transformers to buy me because I own so many. So <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the the Starscream shirt I'm wearing from Armada. That was a gift from my wife, though. She nailed that out of the park um, a year or two ago for Christmas or my birthday. I don't remember. But every now and then there's a nice surprise with that. But, you know, it was, again, nice, quiet, hung out with some friends, Mm -hmm. the in-laws. It was all right. All right. How about you guys? Um, I had a, a nice Christmas. I spent it with friends. We went to the movies which was very crowded, surprisingly. Oh, really? Saw, yeah. Saw the new Willy Wonka movie. Okay. It was oh. better than I was expecting. Uh, I had been warned it was a musical before going into it. Hmm. And I did not think I was going to like this movie at all. And I was surprised. Um, I did get some Transformers for myself for Christmas. Um and this mm-hmm. showed up early. So I got Windblade early. Oh, like so the legacy Windblade? Yeah, the new one. Yes. Oh, oh man. Yeah, and um I was gonna bring this up. So it's got 40th anniversary box art on it, which is really cool. It's the Legacy United. Um, I'll show the front. The insert's out of there, but it's like a yellow, a really bright yellow. Um hmm forgot to grab that uh, and there she is so i got that for myself and then i got chase from the legacy line and oh. um a tiny little star scream so yeah, <laughs> it nice. wouldn't have been christmas without star scream no <laughs> no, no christmas have. no christmas is complete until there's a star scream Santa has fallen. It's my turn to take over Christmas. He must take (laughs) over Christmas. He's taken over my tree too. So (laughs) I, um, 
We actually, uh, my girlfriend and I did uh, did Christmas Eve with uh, her kids and gifts then, and that was pretty fun. Uh, first time Christmas with uh, with them, and then we did uh, Christmas with my family on on the on the twenty fifth on Christmas Day. So mm-hmm. that was pretty good too. So two days of uh, two days of presents. Uh, I did get two Transformers things. Uh, my girlfriend got me uh, Trashmaster from uh, the Legacy line. Oh, that's a good one. It's a nice figure. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now the only one I'm missing is the the one that uh, I talked we talked about uh, last uh, on Wednesday in the toy show. The uh, Axel Grease, the the purple Decepticon one. I think everybody's missing that one. <laughs> I know, right? It never it never showed up anywhere. <laughs> it'll, it'll show up in Ross at some point. So. That's another Cosmos. <laughs> the new Cosmos. Yeah, but at least and, I found a Cosmos in a Walmart. <laughs> That's true. And uh, and I got a, uh, a a printed acrylic Christmas ornament. Uh, it was like something that my girlfriend found me from uh, from Etsy. It's a uh, it's artwork of the uh, the 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 that Evolution Prime, like the Power of the Primes Prime. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm wrong on that one. It is the um. Actually, I think it was the Siege Prime. It's the one that has like the the thing on his arm, like the uh, like the top part of like the truck cab or something. Uh, it's like a rounded shield thingy on his arm. Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. That's the um. The Siege. Is that Earthrise? Is it the part of the trailer that's the shield? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the that's the Siege or the Earthrise one. Yeah. Okay. So it is the it's a, a toy artwork of the Earthrise figure, like all personalized with my name on his chest and everything. That's really cool. Oh, <laughs> it's cool. a nice, yeah. It's a little Christmas ornament. So like, all right, that's cool. Oh, that's um, so fun. I love that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, I also picked up that uh, that uh, third party um, aircraft carrier figure that I was talking about uh, last week for myself. So, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I'm glad everyone had a had a good Christmas. Uh, any big plans for for New Year's coming up? I'm I'm no? gonna go to uh, if anybody watches Nerdstradamus, the YouTube channel I'm on. Uh, we're actually <laughs> gonna go to uh, my uh, one of our correspondents' dad. Um, we're gonna go to his house, hang out with uh, his wife, his kids. Uh, my co-host Lambo and his wife will be there. So it'll just be a small little gathering. We'll do food and we'll probably play some board games or card games or something. So. That'll be that. We're actually hosting a board game night for New Year's Eve at uh, at our place here. So I yeah. actually I expect that. <laughs> that makes sense for you. <laughs> in the unlikely event you two are in Massachusetts or in uh, Rhode Island now, then come on by. Okay. <laughs> um, let's figure out plane tickets for that. <laughs> I mean, I could drive it, but I don't know that I. I'm going to look and see what's up there and see if I need a reason to come up. Aside from you, obviously. Right. It's only four or five hours, too. It actually really isn't that bad. But, yeah. Oh, thank you for the invitation. Um, I did get invited to a friend's house, and a few of of our friends are going to be there. I don't know if I'm going to go or not, but I think we're just going to be just hanging out in the same space, like crafting, like, and I'd probably uh-huh. just draw or something, but if I go, I don't know, I might just stay in. So we'll see. 
Well, you had the option to make a trip over to the East Coast. So that is true. there you go. <laughs> if I can find a deal, it might happen. Take the red eye. <laughs> and listen, yeah, it, while you're on the East Coast, you might as well visit me and yeah. Charles because we're both over here too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> One big exactly uh, right. reunion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get into, into this show. Uh, we don't have a ton to to discuss, but uh, I wanted to to talk to all of you about just the the various media and various fan stuff that has come up in the in the Transformers fandom in the last year. Uh, there's a couple of big big uh, media events, the the movie and the comics that we're going to to touch on. Uh, and if we have some time afterwards, then we'll see if uh, you know if there's any other like big events or uh, or kind of things that that were happening in the fandom that we can just offer our thoughts on and. You know, hope for the future and stuff like that. So uh, let's jump in. So this, in terms of movies, this has been a big year for, for movies. We had Rise of the Beasts come out uh, in May. Uh, and yeah, I think we, we all saw it. We all gave our thoughts about it when uh, on the show when it came out. Uh, but the thing I, I'd really love to ask all of you is, what do you think the the future looks like for for the live action movies? Um, I, I don't recall what the, like the box office take was for rise of the beast, but if I just assume making some assumptions here, it was profitable. <laughs> so uh, I think Hasbro is certainly likely to want to do something else, but you know, this time, this year they did rise of the beast. They, they did something that we probably never expected 10 years ago. So what's, uh, what do you think's next? What's, what's coming up for, what do you think's coming up for for ever Transformers movies. One quick thing. Uh, according to what I looked up here, it is uh, Rise of the Beast was actually the lowest grossing installment mm-hmm. of the live action Transformers yes. movies. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Not... Damn. Which, so which it made I... its money back, just not the right. extent yeah. that the first first bunch did. Which I find hilarious because... Because it was a Beast Wars movie, it got more of my friends interested in it because, like, the age group that a lot of my friends are in, if they're slightly younger, they missed out on G1 almost entirely. Because, I mean, it was at the tail end of when I was, like, a little Mm -hmm. kid. Um, Mm -hmm. So they saw Beast Wars. They saw Optimus Primal and Cheetor and Rhinox. They were like, this was my childhood. And they were excited Mm -hmm. to go see it. So I... It weirded me out that like it did not pull in as much, especially after how well received Bumblebee was. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But at the same time, I'm going to rebuttal myself. Uh, <laughs> I teach high school and I'm surrounded by teenagers all the time who see my Transformers things and will not shut up about how good the Michael Bay movies were. Oh, interesting. So that that's their G1. That's their, their intro G1. to the fandom. And if you ask them what their favorite movies are, Bumblebee and Rise of the Beast are at the bottom. Wow. Really? Yes, because um, they want explosions. They want violence. <laughs> I, I wish I were joking. I wish I were joking. Oh, and Megan Fox. Oh, uh. oh, my God. Uh. The number the number of the number of teenage boys who tell me how much they love the first and second ones because of Megan Fox. It's astounding. So maybe, yeah, as far as where it's going, um, I'm a little worried 
because mm. Bumblebee was great. It was very secluded. You had Bumblebee and the two Decepticons, aside from, you know, Blitzwing in the beginning and then the, the whole war on Cybertron five minutes, mm. ten minutes in the beginning. But it was very, like, compact. And then Rise yeah. of the Beasts, there's a lot more characters in it. And it felt very... I, I think I brought this up when we talked about it. It felt very more Bay-esque mm-hmm. than Bumblebee did. And I'm worried it's going to go back in that direction. Mm-hmm. And they're going to lose the plot that they're coming up with. Because let's also face it. They cut a scene out of Rise of the Beast that would have explained why they couldn't go home. Yep. Which we, like, I sat there through the whole movie. Like, why do they need this key? Why can't they go home? Like, the, yeah. nothing explains it. Um. So I'm worried about that. That and the whole G.I. Joe thing yes. at the end. Listen, I'm not a G.I. Joe fan, and I ha- but I don't have any hate for it. Like all you G.I. Joe fans, you deserve something good. You've gotten a lot <laughs> of crap over the years. You deserve good things. But crossover, like right away after establishing like two decent movies at least, I- I'm worried they're going to do that and it's going to become too much. That's my worry that it's going to be overcrowded and it's going to go back to being Bayesque. It's all explosions. The plot takes a backseat to everything else. Too many human beings with uninteresting stories who do nothing in the plot except be there. It's just, uh, yeah, hmm. I'm a little, I'm worried. I'm worried. Sure. How about you? Yeah, well, um, I went to the press screening of Rise of the Beast. There's my low-key brag. Uh, oh, so, yeah, I've uh, just yeah, got my press credentials yeah. here just uh, around my neck. It's, it's fine. Uh, thank, <laughs> thank Mike Seibert for that. So, um, yeah, so anyways, I, um, I went to that and the people – I also went and saw it two other times in theaters on my own the same week. So I got a lot of Rise hmm. of the Beasts in. Like I went on Monday, I think it was Monday for the press release, and then Wednesday and then Friday. So I got a lot of Transformers <laughs> in. And um Fair. Yeah, I enjoyed the movie, but I'm biased towards Bumblebee movie for multiple reasons. <laughs> and um, you know, but I I don't like how they force the shared universe with GI Joe, like that did kind of give me chills when they showed the card at the end, you know, cause it was unexpected. I wasn't expecting it, but like, I was just kind of like, you know, they've done this in the comics where they force GI Joe in and all their other properties. And it's like, can we just let transformers be transformers <laughs> and give GI Joe its own thing? That's cool. Yeah. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to bring up, you said you got chills when they flipped over the card. Mm-hmm. When they flipped over the card, I was there with uh, my best friend and co-host from Nostromus Lambo, And I think he just heard me go, oh, God damn it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh. Well, it's just I wasn't expecting it, I guess, mm-hmm. and I should have been expecting it. But I was thinking it was going to be Sector 7. Oh, yeah. That's what I thought it that was going more to sense. be. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, um, I didn't like, we brought this up in the toy show that Air Razor, we never saw her robot mode. Yep. Like ever in the movie. Uh, and, and she gets killed in the movie and it's, it's a permanent death. Despite the fact they brought back the one character they shouldn't have brought back. Yep. Yep. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> it's, 
it's long <laughs> enough. Yeah, we've, we've talked a lot about this movie in previous shows, but like, the, yeah. yeah, there were like plot things. Like, yeah, they cut out like a pretty important plot point. <laughs> like us as Beast Wars fans, we know like why they can't go back. Like, you know, but it's like for normal people who aren't huge Transformers fans, it's uh, it's like a big deal. Um, no, I'm kind of worried because it didn't do well. You know, I mean, it did like it made its money back, but it was the lowest performing movie. So are they going to go back, as Dr. Pants was saying, to the Bayformers formula, which is have a lot of bots, like they're kind of background characters and they're just fighting and punching each other. And then we have human characters that we don't like, you know, <laughs> you know, um, but we'll see. Yeah. And, and quoting uh, laws that don't need to be quoted to uh, establish a relationship Ooh. that, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up because it is <laughs> gross and it just didn't need to happen in that movie. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with Michael Bay. Well, I think I have an idea what's wrong with Michael Bay, but like, why? <laughs> so stupid and bad and gross and icky. Yeah, I don't want it to go back to that. They yeah. killed Frasier in that movie. It's <laughs> not okay. See, see, I don't, I don't know where they go from here. And kind of to to both your points, like. Going back to the the not just the Michael Bay direction, but I don't know where they go in terms of like plot points <laughs> from here. I mean, okay, so it's a Michael Bay movie, so you know we we don't need to really worry about plot, plot? that much. Yeah. But but you know, like we we went to, to to Beast Wars, and I I feel that it was big enough where it could help, it where it could support a movie. You know, with like the G with the G one characters that it had, sure, with Prime, with Bumblebee, and all that. But I mean, I think it was big enough, at least well known enough, that it could draw uh, draw some fans in. What's like what's like past this though? Like, what do you do with that? I mean, most, I mean, I even the even like just casual fans might not know about like the Unicorn trilogy, like but Armada, Energon, Cybertron. I also don't think they should make a movie of that. Let's, let's be honest. Of uh, animated robots in disguise, Prime. I mean, I, I don't feel that these have enough of a pull to really draw a movie. Okay. So okay, hold on. I guess the question is like, what's what's next? Bear with me. You could do Cybertron. You could do Cybertron where you have the threat of uh, something going to destroy the planet and you've got to do an, uh, like an intergalactic journey to find whatever magic MacGuffin. Because, I swear to God, if that magic MacGuffin just happens to be on Earth again, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. <laughs> but that would be like that would be a good way, because we saw a colony world in Rise of the Beast. We saw mm-hmm. the Beast Formers on their planet. Why can't we now establish that there are other colony worlds out there with other Transformers and they have the cyber planet keys you need to activate Cybertron to fight Unicron who's going to come to Earth because Scourge got the like Scourge and the Transform drive and all that crap. Like you can connect it. There's a way to do it. There's a way to make this plot make sense. <laughs> yep. Mm. Sorry. Well, 
Well, the one thing that we do know is that uh, Transformers 1 is scheduled for next year. And as of right now, it's still scheduled for uh, September 2024. We haven't seen much about it. <laughs> we've got a voice cast. <laughs> we got all, all, we've got all the voice actors uh, talking it up. Uh, have we seen like we've not seen anything, have we? Was there even a, was there even like a, uh... <laughs> you can't see Dr. Pants right now for those of you listening, like he's getting very close to the camera. My, my good doctor, do you, do you have You've shown like me that? things. <laughs> You've shown me things, things that I cannot see. What was that? Apparently somebody saw something and tried to sketch it out of what yes. Optimus Prime and Megatron look like. Yes. yes. One of them is red and blue with some gray. Ooh, it's Optimus Prime. What the hell's the other one? Megatron? It's a gray robot. And it's like not to knock the other like the person who drew it or whatnot, but like that gives me nothing. Yeah. That gives me absolutely nothing. Um I I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um by the way, by the way, just a just a quick question um before I look it up. Chris Chris Hemsworth is is Optimus Prime, right? Yeah, it's cast as him. Yeah, who are the other other people who are cast in that movie? Scarlett Anybody Johansson know? is Alita. Okay, all right, then cool. I have right <laughs> to I have right to bitch about this. Okay. Um, <laughs> stop putting big live action actors as voice actors in these movies. If I hear Chris Pratt in this movie, I'm going to explode. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say it right here. And people probably know this. Chris Pratt sucks at acting. Not just voice acting. He sucks at acting because every character he plays is just Chris Pratt. <laughs> well, isn't that true with Jack Black, though? A little bit, Ooh. yeah. A little Ooh. bit, yeah. <laughs> It does, but here's the deal. (laughs) He at least sounded like Bowser at times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Chris Pratt does not sound like Mario at all. (laughs) It's just his voice, pretty much. It's just Chris Pratt's voice. Um, But no, that's a pet peeve of mine. I understand that you want to pull people in with big names and whatnot, but that's going to make the movie suffer. Because these people are actors, Mm-hmm. And half of their talent isn't is, is like the way they move, present themselves, emote in the face and everything. If you take that away and it's just their voice, like, are they good enough at just acting with their voice to carry this? Um, yeah, and on that, was, that go ahead. Oh, that was my problem with Rise of the Beasts. Like, um, you know, Peter Dinklage, you know, I love him as an actor, but like when he did Scourge's voice, he's like, oh, Unicron, my master. Like it was just really like the delivery was not great. And maybe that's <laughs> just what the voice actor or director, casting director was like telling him to do. But it's like cast voice actors as actors because I I believe David Soblov, um, he did the voice of uh, Ape Face at the beginning of Rise of the Beast. Incredible. Ape Link. Apling, incredible voice acting, incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like cast voice actors as characters in animated movies or shows. Right, and, and that's not and to I'll say like, that. Sorry, and I'll echo that because 
yeah, I mean, you have a you have a a plethora of voice actors whom I think would jump at a chance for the for a, a Transformers movie, especially considering like the press, like a lot of the press that the that these movies have gotten. I think, I mean, I, I think it really is just like anyone you ask would probably jump at the chance. And these are trained voice actors, people whose whose career, like who have made their careers based on how good their voice is and how good, how emotive their voices are. And like, why is it that Peter Cullen is constantly Optimus Prime, but you can't bring Gary Chalk back to be Optimus Primal in the movie? Because I'm I'm gonna say it, I actually prefer Gary Chalk being a Prime to Peter Cullen anymore. I like Peter Cullen in the original, but anymore, I think I think he's showing his age. It's interesting too. Uh, I don't know if any of you guys are are wrestling fans, and I'm I'm not really a big one either. But mm-hmm. there's a a concept in uh, in wrestling where when someone is 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 kind of getting to the point where they retire, like they actually have this really big event where they kind of lose a match and pass on the like the torch to the the new generation. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I have no problems with Peter Cullen. He's still the definitive prime. But yeah, I mean, at this point, you're, to, to your point there, it's been 30-something years. And it's like, like, dude, you're still great. Absolutely. But you're not going to be around forever. And have some other people kind of you know, groom them for the role. You know, hell, pick the people that you like. And it's like, and you know what? Pass that torch a bit you know and not every optimus prime has to sound like peter cullen being optimus prime (laughs) i think that's actually a detriment to some of the performances we've gotten yeah because like every every actor is now being compared to peter cullen and if they don't get it if they don't get the peter cullen voice it's like well it doesn't sound like peter cullen it's like right yeah because it's not peter cullen (laughs) but and 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 this is still, and like, <laughs> yeah. I'm still just going to say it. Like, I think Gary Chalk as Optimus in the Armada trilogy did an amazing job and mm-hmm. is very recognizable as a prime. And mm-hmm. it does not sound like Peter Cullen Optimus Prime. It's a different voice. And I think he did a good job. And uh, David K. David K. is animated. Just, just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. what I was going to say, too. Like, he he's not Peter Cullen. Mm-hmm. He's not Gary Chalk. But it's still a good voice for prime. It is. I was just doing a rewatch of Gargoyles, and his uh, his voice on Goliath is just oh, so good, Wait. so good. Wait for Goliath? Am I misremembering that? Yeah, D- David K yeah. was not Goliath. You're thinking of um, who am I thinking of? Oh crap! His name fell out of my brain. Hold on. <laughs> Please continue what while is- I Google because. What is going on here? Keith, Keith David. David. Yeah, Keith, Keith David. David. He just flipped and flipped. <laughs> it's the same letters. I reversed the names. Like, what yeah. the hell? Listen, okay. For Keith years. David. Keith David. We can get him. Oh, He'd yeah. He'd be a good Optimus Prime. Yeah, he would. And also, Mike, to make you feel better, for years, I claimed it was Jennifer Love Hewitt who was in Hook. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who it was, so that joke is lost. Julia Roberts? Yeah, it was Julia Roberts. Okay. Ask me how that worked out in my brain. <laughs> nice. Anyway. Yeah. So, 
So we haven't heard anything from Transformers One or anything visual, at least. We've <laughs> we've heard voice actors and being it talked up, and that's that's about it. Uh, I mean, it's it's still a year away, and it's been in development for at least a year, if not longer. So it's certainly possible that it's not going to get pushed back or anything. But I I honestly thought we would have at least seen something official by now. So. It's also just another origin story, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. isn't it just the beginning of the war again? Like, can we move on? <laughs> We've seen it so many times. My God. They talk do about- some other part of the history or some other. Do something in the future after the war. Like, thank God Earthspark did something like that. Yeah. Mm. I'm actually hoping that with the the IDW series kind of in the like in history now in the past that this like that series will be drawn on for inspiration a bit more. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it already started. It already has started to because uh, uh, Cyberverse brought Tarn in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we we've seen like some things from the IDW verse like popping up in some places. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can even argue that like Macadam in in Cyberverse was a little rungish in like just a little bit the design and like what he was. Yeah. So they they did do some cool stuff, and I I think as time goes on, I would personally love to see um, Hasbro just like take the comics and take storylines from them and just make anime movies a la like mm-hmm. what DC does, like take cohesive stories and just make an animated movie out of that. Or like a prestige format uh, show like either on Netflix or like HBO or something like that where like the eight or nine or ten episodes is like a storyline from that, like an extended storyline from it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. I mean, there's plenty of IDW stories you could do. Mm-hmm. It would be great. I would love to see them turn. Uh, what was the IDW side series? Was it Galaxies where it was like a character every issue or two they focused on? Galaxies was something like that, but you're also they did the like spotlight, a the spotlight series from early IDW. Uh, well, there's that too, but I remember mm-hmm. like when IDW two was running, we got mm-hmm. like the Devastator story yeah. for the first like three four issues, and then Cliff Jumper and Ultra yes. Magnus. Like yeah. I would, I would love to see them do like, you know, a la a Marvel What If, and just be mm-hmm. like, here's a story about Cliff Jumper, here's a story about Hot Rod, like that kind of stuff, and it'd be cool. We got a bunch of actually very recently we got um, season four of Young Justice on HBO and like I'm I'm I would really like hope to see something like that like it doesn't have to be like a, a like a 3D or CG show or anything but something like that I think would would work really really well for some of these storylines you're talking about. Also, yeah. plug for Young Justice, the uh, same writer as uh, for Gargoyles, uh, Greg Wiseman was nice. doing the show running on that. And if you've never seen Young Justice, you owe it to yourself to watch all of Young Justice. It is so yep. damn good. Yep. Add it to my watch list. Like, I'm not a big Excellent. DC fan, but that show is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I think in Transformers 1, they are bringing T-Cogs into it. I think that's a plot point. Isn't that what's speculated? Because they have, okay. like, according to that artwork, they have, like, the hole in their chest, and then it's filled with the T-Cog. At least that's what I That's what you can tell that. from that image? Well, no, like, I, <laughs> I was on one of the episodes where we discussed this, and if I'm remembering correctly, that 
is the thing. Like they learn how to get the transforming ability um, in this movie. So um, at least that's all speculation. We don't know because we haven't really seen anything real from this. And who knows if this fan's interpretation of what they remember is actually correct or legit. So that would be, that would be a weird take to be like, Oh, they figured out how to transform rather than it being like, imbued in them from like creation yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. at least i think that's what i saw on that like i'm trying to remember because i was on that that episode months ago when we saw those drawings originally and there were a lot of thoughts (laughs) so you know you can easily expose to them (laughs) dr pants and you can't unsee. Nope. Nope. Can't unsee. Um, well, no. it's not it's not the worst Transformers art I've ever seen. So That's there's true. that. That is true. Um, I agree with you, though. They should just lift c- stories from the comics. Like, more than meets the eye, Lost Light would make a fun series. Like, you know, that would be such a fun TV show. Like, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not... That the thing is, it's just not. We know it. It would probably do well, but who really knows? You know, like so. I, I think they're shooting for too big a budget with these things, and they should just do mm-hmm. like straight to streaming, straight to DVD releases. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like the DC movies do, or the animated ones at mm-hmm. least, because the animated ones are good most of the time. Um, mm-hmm. you could even do like the beginning of the first IDW series, where what was it? It was like. Extraction, uh, Infil- infiltration, infiltration, escalation, devastation. Yeah, yes. there, there you go. Like you could do, you could do those as three separate movies, just like one at one in a row, like three in a row, like that. Like I think that would be cool. And then you could start throwing in like Last Stand of the Wreckers and mm-hmm. All Hail Megatron and Chaos Theory and like all that stuff. Just start like Stormbringer. Put Stormbringer in there, like I. I agree with so I agree with that in concept. I don't think infiltration would or like that kind of opening part of it would really make a good Transformers movie because it's just it's so human centric and so human focused. Like I just I, I mean I just don't want to see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. To, to your point though, Last Stand of the Wreckers. I mean that is a great standalone series, and the story is good enough that. Like it's it's one of those like the, the standalone minis that you could just recommend to any person as yeah. like a good comic story. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's yeah. definitely something that I that that would be a great idea for it. Stormbringer, yeah, I mean, I think you would have to do a little bit more backstory stuff to make Stormbringer make sense, but yeah, absolutely, it, it's a nice, good, self-contained story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is, I guess, this is my hot take. Bring back the 2D drawn animation. That's not a hot take. I think everyone in here can agree. Like, for the love of God, 2D animation. Stop making everything CG. Yeah, I'm done with the CG stuff. I'm done. (laughs) Make it 2D again. CG is for video games. 2D is for cartoons. Yes. Hmm. CG can be used in a cartoon to help, you know... With the detail and everything. I'm not going to say that, but I don't want the whole show to be CG. Mm-hmm. It, just looks it too creates. Oh, well, God. that was, that was a factor of the budget too for, for the, the Netflix series. Uh, but to your, to your point though, yeah, like the, those, 
those scenes, that world looked barren. And see, I, I, I tend to disagree a little bit. I think a, I think CG can be good, but at the same time, it is a a much much more work at the start of it to kind of get all this stuff, all these characters designed and rigged and put together than a a two D C where it's it's if you're trying to put a crowd together in three D, it's a lot of work. If you're trying to draw a crowd for like a two D scene, far less work. But but yeah, I, I still think that they could do it with with 3D, and there's a lot of like there's a lot of stuff nowadays that's just been made in 3D, but also just effectively has like a tune filter on it to make it look like it's a 2D thing, and I'm perfectly okay with that. But to your point there, Shar, I I want the world to feel like it's alive and not this barren wasteland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a big problem I had with the Netflix show. Yeah. Um, uh, Prime felt that way a lot to me too. Yeah. Like I know everybody like hails Prime for being a really good Transformer show. I do not like the way it looks at all, and uh, mm. it keeps me from wanting to watch it because I just don't like it. I don't like the look. Interesting. Well, speaking of the the comics, let's uh, let's talk about some of the the Skybound uh, comics that have been coming out here. I'm going to give what I think is a hot take. Okay. First issue, I did not like. I did not like the start of this series. Now, I will say that over two issues, between issues two and three, I will say that it has grown on me a lot. A real lot. And if this, if the story trend continues into episodes like four, or episodes, issues four and five, I will completely reverse my thoughts on this but as of right now i am mixed on it overall because again first issue it was effectively just like a retelling of like the first issue uh, or the first episode of the the old cartoon and my first thought was are we doing this again we're, we're doing this story again for the mm-hmm. 80th time mm-hmm. now again they change that. They they shift it into a different a different story arc on issue two. So like, okay, good direction. And I actually think that the stuff in issue three was really, really good. And I really enjoyed that. So so far we got bad, okay, good. <laughs> so again, very mixed so far. Um has that been your experience, or am I just the, the only hot take going on here? I think Charlotte, you might be the only I think you might be the only hot take, honestly. Um I enjoy it. I love though I'm just gonna preface this. I love IDW, like I love the Wreckers stories mm-hmm. and Till All Are One and uh, More Than Meets the Eye and Lost Light. Right there with it, you. It's so in- original. Um I'm enjoying this new series. I really like the art. And I like the mix of action and the dialogue. Um, you know, I love seeing Starscream. And uh, I knew this was not your G1. Like, I mean, I know it's G1 kind of in the plot. But, like, um, I knew it wasn't, like, G1 where, like, people survive magically. Where it's like, oh, people get squished in this. <laughs> like, this is what would happen. Um 
I think it's effective storytelling because that scene and there is spoilers, spoiler alert. So when Optimus steps on that deer, I audibly gasped reading it. And I was like, Oh, like, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, and you know, and I, I thought that was incredible storytelling. And I know that was the whole point was to do something like that, you know, and then later on in the same comic series, you have Skywarp who like smooshes the ambulance that has, I think it's um, Carly's dad in it. Um, And so it's just, um, I like it. I like how expressive the characters are. There's like a scene where Skywarp's like sipping on some Energon, like out of like a thermos where it's like, where did he get a thermos and a straw? But okay. Like, you know, he's just like kicking it back, like sup star scream or something. Like, I'm trying to remember exactly, but, um, sup, I really- bro. Yeah, I don't think he says sup, but he was just like Starscream is yelling at bossing him around. He was kind of like kicking it back like this. Um, and um, I'm really liking seeing Skywarp get a lot of representation because it seems like he doesn't get as much as like Starscream. Um, I don't like the Force Universe thing with G.I. Joe and I uh, have to go hmm. pick up. I am buying those comics, so I have to go pick up Cobra Commander and Duke. And um, hmm. yeah, I'm not really a fan of that. Um, so we'll see. Like, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, it is very, you know, I'm glad that people are excited about Transformers. That's what I like about it because it's doing so well. It's um, at my local comic book short store. Um, they're selling out of issues. Like they put issues out, they sell the same day. So I am very happy to see how successful it is. Uh, I'm going to agree with Char on just about everything. Just about everything. Um, So here is the issue I have with it. I actually didn't even start it until after issue three had come out. Oh. Now, unfortunately, oh. I haven't gone to pick up issue three yet. Oops, so I'm sorry. I'm spoiled. I'm going to forget by the time I read, okay. I read it. So it's okay. Okay. Um, okay. So I read issues <laughs> one and two back to back, which, Mike, when you were talking about, like, issue one not being that great, I was like, what happened in issue one? Hold on. And I'm flipping through it real quick. And, like, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying that, like, oh, it's that intro to G1 again. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. with, with a few notable differences. And this is what really gets me about it. Um. I also love IDW, except for one thing, and that is by the end of IDW, uh, the first run, and through the second run, uh, I do not like how they portray Optimus Prime. Um, Hmm. He is not, by the end of the first IDW series, like, I understand he's no longer a warrior and whatnot, but when he's, like, on Earth trying to defend it, like, in the Optimus Prime series and whatnot, like, I feel like he's very indecisive, he's very wishy-washy, he doesn't have that commanding, I'm a soldier, I'm a leader, leader, I'm gonna do what I have to, presence, and IDW2 didn't have that either, there was something wrong with the way they portrayed him, and right away, in, like, the first issue, Prime's like, Decepticons are here, let's kick ass, and he, like, just gets in there, and, like, yeah, it's just he is ready to do what he has to. He's ready to do whatever he has to to keep his, you know, his family alive. And also, they killed Bumblebee. Issue one, just kaboom, in the face, done. And 
I hate Bumblebee. <laughs> I absolutely cannot stand him. Now, here's the deal. If this were back in like 1990-something, I'd be like, Bumblebee's fine. He's cool. But no. After all the movies, after Prime and R.I.D. 2015 and like his portrayal is being mute and talking through the radio and he's he's like this cool cyber ninja plucky hero. No, I'm done. I don't want Bumblebee anymore. So good. He's dead. He's gone. Good. Move on. Um, sorry to Bumblebee fans out there. Really, really sorry. <laughs> um, also, I love how brutal it is. Because it makes sense. It makes sense for these like incredibly huge beings from another world to be like, you're insignificant, mm-hmm. and just kill them. Um, but that scene where Optimus steps on the deer and he's like apologizing and everything, and he's like, everything is so like soft on this planet. I have to be careful. And he kind of like gives that understanding of like life is important and I will do what I have to to protect it. Not, oh, I want to protect the earth, but I don't know what to do. He's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get my gun. I'm going to shoot some guys in the face. We're going to protect this planet. Um, I think his portrayal in the, especially in the first IDW run was that since the war is over, you know, he doesn't, he's, he's kind of a, he's a commander without a war. And that's, right. it was his, that was like his defining characteristic mm-hmm. for like millions of years. Right. So I, but, I get what they're doing with it. No, I, I understood it too for a while, but then when we got like him on earth with like his followers and everything, and there were clearly like Decepticons attacking and stuff, he never went back to what he was beforehand. And I feel like that was his chance mm-hmm. to take over the mantle. That was my problem. When when the war was over and everything, yeah, no, I get it, and that was fine. It was at the end when like we were still having conflict and everything, and he did not take the role back up. That was my issue. Mm-hmm. Um, you are right though. In the beginning, he was he was kick ass. Um, hmm. but I don't mind the forced uh, universe thing going on, hmm. um, mostly because like I know that the series started in Void Rivals, which I didn't read, oh. and. I'm not going to lie. I don't feel like I've missed anything. You really haven't. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> See, um, it's but... not, it's still small, like little, smaller little cameo things here and there. And it's like, if, if you never read void rivals, you're not really losing much of anything out of the main series. Okay. Mm-hmm. On that note, at, at least um, as of right now, you know, yeah. in the future, they may, you know, continue to, to pull this together. But as of right now, you're good. And also, I will say this. I read Duke number one before I read Transformers one and two. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, is it good? I haven't read it. It was. It, it, it was, was actually. Okay. Um, I am not a G.I. Joe fan. I've stated this before, but I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'll at least give you like a kind of uh, rundown of like what the synopsis is. Like mm-hmm. we all saw in Transformers, uh, I think it's I think it's in the first issue where um starscream like squishes the ejecting pilot and the other one's duke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like this takes place a little bit after that and duke is like he's like there are robot aliens who turn into vehicles no one saw it they killed my partner no one believes me and oh. someone contacts him and says they're real we found them and like the plot revolves around that and it's 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 also epic and dark and gory 
Um, but hmm. I will say that aside from the spot in the Transformers issue where we see that the the thing says Duke, mm-hmm. I don't think it really like you don't need any connection to GI Joe there, and I think like it doesn't force you to really know anything else. Um, I think more than anything, it's just going to push GI Joe to become a thing and then be its own series. Okay. There may be a crossover every now and then, but I kind of like the way they handled it where it's like just a little like a little taste of something that's like, oh, oh, oh G.I. Joe, it's right there. Mm-hmm. But it has no consequence to the Transformers story right now. And so I'm OK with that. OK, so like he's going to go off and do his own thing, it sounds like. That's yeah, because um, the main the main an- like antagonist in that first issue um doesn't seem to be involved with the Decepticons or Transformers or anything. It's more like it's a government cover-up. Oh, okay. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. But it, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, very so not G.I. My... Joe. Oh. Hmm. So, so here's my, my concern about, or at least my, here's my thoughts on this kind of shared universe. I like the fact that, if they're setting it up, they're just doing it at the beginning and making it integrated for the whole thing. It's not coming in like, like years later. It's like, oh yeah, all this stuff is all together now. No, like they're setting it up from the beginning. And okay, that's that, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. I my fear is that it's going to force a lot of the Transformers stories to be self-contained to Earth. And we're not going to get the kind of space opera or the kind of like colony stories or any kind of like larger, larger story because the, uh, again, it, it, it's all taking place in the, the kind of same universe. Like I don't really feel like that, like in order for them to interact, they need to be in the same, on the same planet, in the same sphere of influence. And I don't see GI Joe traveling to other planets or participating in that kind of space opera kind of story. And I think that feels artificially limiting. I I can see. I can see your worry with that. Um, I mean, we are just at the beginning now, and we know the Transformers are going to be confined to Earth for a little while because they have no mm-hmm. way to get off the planet. So it's not a worry now. I could see down the road, if they do the whole space opera thing and go back to, say, Cybertron and deal with that, you could, just like they did in G1, have an Autobot base on Earth, and if the if GI Joe has to cross over with Transformers, it's with those specific characters who are still on Earth as mm-hmm. their own little colony or whatever. Yeah, and maybe hmm. then not restrict it. You know, like yes, you still have some Earth connectivity, but I, I mean, how much of Transformers in the IDW run, the original like IDW run, how much of it didn't have Earth involved in some way? You know. Even when we got to phase two, the beginning, the beginning didn't. Yeah. But then at some point they went right back to earth. Mm-hmm. Mm. So That's it's, uh, yeah. I mean, and you can always split the series off at some point too. Like they did mm-hmm. with phase two. And maybe we could see something like that happen where when the conflict of the war on earth is resolved, you split the series into a robots mm-hmm. in disguise more than meets the eye kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, we're getting kind of close to the, the end here. So why don't we, uh, yeah, why don't we just talk about kind of what we're looking forward to 
excuse me, what we're looking forward to in 2024 for Transformers. Uh, it could be media, uh, could be, well, it could be toys, but let's try to stick to media, you know, comics, movies, uh, any TV shows or anything like that, or just, uh, I don't know, just some like random, like little, like fan events or something that, uh, that could come up. Uh, let's see, Char, why don't we, uh, start with you on this one? Anything that you're, you're really looking forward to, or just you desperately want to see happen? Well, it's the 40th anniversary next year. So, well, you mm. know, I know earlier I showed her, but I got my wind blade early. She's not supposed to release yeah. until next year. So thank you, Amazon. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I want to see a lot of cool 40th anniversary stuff. And like Windblade's not a G1 character, but she was included. Like I want to see a celebration of Transformers. And also, can we get a new drift figure? Because we have Windblade. <laughs> Oh, okay. We haven't had a new drift figure yeah. in a while. Um, that'd be cool. Um, I would just like to see like a celebration, like of like the IDW run. Um, you know, tributes to that. I don't know how that would look. Um, I'm very open minded to that, but just um, you know, I don't want it to just be a G1 fest. That's my thing. Is like I like G1. I don't want it to be a G1 fest. I want to celebrate Beast Wars. Um, you know, the Unicron trilogy, the games, the, you know, Earthrise. I want to see more Earthrise, uh, or no, Earthspark. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. always get those confused. Um, Earthspark, <laughs> um, I know there's those new game, there's a video game that was supposed to come out and there's reactivate. toys coming up, reactivate, like news about that. Um, you know, I know it's not like a vague, it's a pretty vague answer, but I want there to be a celebration of Transformers, of all of it. Hmm. Okay. I can get behind that. How about you, Dr. Pants? You know what you want? Do I ever? (laughs) Um, No, you know what I would love to see? I would love to see a Blu-ray release of all the Gen 1 cartoon. Oh, okay. Why has that not happened yet? Hmm. That's weird. Um, also, sure. also, um, it it probably won't happen. It probably won't happen. But I would love, love, love to see them go back and correctly dub the three Japanese G one series. That is a to pie in the sky dream, but it, it's a good dream. Because I mean. I, I own all three on DVD. I have watched through most of Headmasters, most of Super, Super God Master Force. I haven't done Victory yet. Oh. Um, I really like them. In fact, Super God Master Force may be one of my favorite Transformer series I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would love to like see that done dubbed officially and give more people the chance to watch it. Because, I mean, whether you're subs or dubs, like you know there's people out there that subs is a barrier. Mm-hmm. They don't want to read what they watch. And I think it would it would... Be great for Transformers fans. Um, Char, I agree. I don't want to see it be a G1 fest because as much of a G1-er as I am mm-hmm. in some respects, I grew, I grew up with it, I'm sick of it. I'm sick mm-hmm. of all the G1 love. There's there's so many more Transformers series that could be talked about, but it is the 40th anniversary of G1. 
Yeah, that's true. So oh, yeah. it's it's going to be a lot of G one. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably will not see anything Beast Wars related until uh twenty twenty six. Oh, because that's I think that's the thirtieth anniversary of Beast Wars. I think hmm. it is. I think because it's nineteen ninety six, right? Yeah, the night I think it was ni- yeah. yeah. Oh God, I'm going to be forty. <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh God. Too. Anyway, um, but that's that's what I would like to see. As far as the celebration, I want to see them like bring it back in some way and make it watchable for people. Like give yes. people the chance to be able to watch G one and everything. Um and I mean we've gotten how many releases of the eighty six movie? Put the series out in a different format for God's sakes. I bought the movie like seven times. Yes. I'll buy the series again. <laughs> <laughs> Or um or you know what? Put out a collection of the comics too. Like a definitive collection of the comics. The original Marvel comics. That would be hmm. cool. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that. Um and one other thing. I would like to see them do uh this is a toy related thing, but I forgot to bring it up. Um they're doing that masterpiece like G one style prime that's like articulate and everything, but based on the original toy. Mm-hmm. Can we get one of Megatron, please, to go with it? Yeah. Like, I think that would be Ooh. a great thing to go along with it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know it's tricky because, oh no, he's a gun. He's a but gun. like, come on, please. I'm begging. Difficult to ask, but uh, well, I'm all yeah. about difficult asks. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to get into what I ask for video games, but let's just say I'm going to die unhappy someday. <laughs> 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 Never seeing my dreams come to fruition. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. What about you, Mike? What do you want to see? Yeah, what do you I'm want? glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're always got, asking us. I know. <laughs> I got three things, three things I want to see. And I think each one is more unlikelier than the last. Okay. I want a, I want a new cartoon series announced. Uh, and something in the vein of like animated or Beast Wars or something like that, where it's it's not a retelling of like the G1 story, but it's, you know, something that's, you know, happens on a colony world or something that happens with a like a new group of Autobots. Like I, I know that a prime is going to be in there, but it doesn't have to be Optimus Prime. It can be another Prime-esque figure, and I think that would be a really cool thing to to do because that would be someone's first exposure to Transformers, and the fact that it's just this brand-new story I think would would go a long way to, to kind of diversifying the, the stories that we have in media. So that's the first thing that I want. And to be honest, out of all the things I'm about to ask for, I think it is the most likely. So you can see where I'm going with this. What else are you asking for? Yeah, what else? We need to know. (laughs) Number two, I would like the IDW hardcovers to finish coming out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Oh. Yep. I'm missing two out of of phase two. I'm missing phase three, but they're all still available. And I think maybe, I think... Three or I think there'll be three or four to finish up like the 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 whole like phase one, phase two collection. Wow. And you know what? I'd be happy with that. I'd be happy with that. Oh man. It's not outside. It's not impossible. But it's, it's not very unlikely. It's not looking good. No. <laughs> nope. Oh. 
No, it isn't. Oh, this last one's going to make me sad for you, I isn't know. it? <laughs> yep. Hype dreams. I would like an entire year with no G1 stories. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. You want a golden um, toilet, too? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, I do. And I think by the time this uh, this comes out, that dream is already dead. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will come out on the Friday, right? So it'll be January 5th? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. there's there's something yep. G1 already out. Yep. I am, yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, the comics are still continuing. So, I mean, like. There Not we go. G one ish already. So, <laughs> yeah. So like a lot. I had. I was gonna say I want to point out that while while we're throwing shade at G one, how we don't want to see it, like <laughs> we all love G one. I know, mm-hmm. but like, God, there's four seasons of G one and a million seasons of so many other shows. I know. Like, we can do something yeah. different. Yeah. yeah. And that and that's that's the thing. That's exactly why I'm asking for for something different. And ironically, like 10, 15 years ago, you know, we were asking for like more G1, more G1. Let's bring back some of these characters that we wanted to to see. And you know what? Hasbro, I am totally willing to give you credit for it. You listened to the fans and you gave us, you know, you gave us the the classics figures. You gave us like the generations figures. You gave us media that featured characters that we that we we grew up with and that we loved. Great. I am very grateful that you did it. I'm done now. Let's let's move on to the new thing. Or yeah, or like do the continuation of G1 because we've had Victory Saber and uh Desaurus. Yeah. Like let's see them dubbed finally. Or, or yeah, or or more Super God Master Force too. Why do I only have a Minerva? That. <laughs> Where are that. the other ones? Why do I only have a Fangry? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> That was a like, good show, Super God Master Force. That was really mm-hmm. good. It, it's really good. It has probably one of my least favorite Transformer opening songs of all time, but the show <laughs> is really good. And I, I yeah. like, if you've never seen it, please watch it. It's it's I really good. It. It's weird, but it's let's good. let's caveat that with good for nineties uh, anime. Yeah. Yes, eighties uh, okay, anime. Yeah, eighties anime. anime. Was it? Yeah, you're right. Tail end of yeah. 80s, yeah. early 90s. Yeah, I think it was 89. So, so just yeah. bear that in mind. You know, it, it it's good. It's aged fairly well. Yeah. Yes. But it, it, is, it is late 80s, early 90s animation here. So be aware. Which, which hot take better than current day animation? <laughs> yeah, animation wise, yes. And storytelling. I'll say in the '90s, the the an, animation and like especially animated storytelling was on point. So yeah, it was. It's good stuff. All right, I think we'll wrap it up with uh, with that. Uh, anything you guys wanna wanna plug? I think I've yelled at my cloud enough. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's to a good new year, and as Optimus Prime says, transform and roll out. (laughs) I can't transform! (laughs) It can be a mindset. (laughs) But we can roll out. Yes. Okay, now we can. Have a good New Year's, everyone. Have a good 2024. And goodbye, all. Bye.
Later. Thank you for listening to this episode of Transmissions. If you'd like to join the conversation, travel to our Discord channel at transmissionspodcast.com slash discord. Want some cool transmission swag? Feast your eyes on our transmissions gear at transmissionspodcast.com slash shop. If you'd like to support our podcast, go to transmissionspodcast.com slash support or tell your friends about our show. We'll see you next time.